unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Warning, warning. There is nothing wrong with your podcast. Do not attempt to adjust the volume. Ben and Noah is controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we'll make it louder. If we wish to make it softer, we'll make it softer. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you hear. Welcome aliens, reptiles, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, reptilians, and humans. I'm your host, Ben Capetillo, and Noah Capetillo. You are listening to Ben's and Noah's Conspiracies. Sit back and relax, and let your brain peel away the mysteries of the world. The place is here, the time is now, and the journey into the shadows that we're about to hear could be our journey. Time, a handy fiction to explain why everything doesn't happen all at once or maybe you and I are the fiction moving minute Minute by minute. minute hello everybody hey everyone we're back welcome to Ben and Noah's conspiracy theories so what's the topics of today Noah there's two topics. One is Cartoon Cat, which is going to be the bigger part. But first, we're going to get started off with a side dish before we get on to the main bit, meat and potatoes. So, the first one is called Suicide Mouse. Now, if you guys been around for the early ages of the internet, I'm sure you have, Dad. Have you? Yes, I have. Since way before the internet was an internet. Hmm. Well, then you would probably know about Suicide Mouse. Now, unfortunately, there's not that many videos of Suicide Mouse because most videos of Suicide Mouse are videos of him walking. But the story goes of Suicide Mouse. Now, get ready for this, Dad, because this is really messed up. So, after Mickey comes back from working, you know, at his place, you know, he made an episode for kids or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, he comes back and he finds out that Minnie, his wife or girlfriend or whatever, is cheating on him with Pete. So he's like mad. And Minnie did not even regret it. Minnie was like saying how he was better. He made better pay. He was like taught. Like Mickey was just like dumbfounded. He was mind blown. Pretty much. And so later he said, you know what? I'm going to go get a drink with Donald and Goofy. You know, like I'm going to go get a drink with them. They die in a car accident on the way there. So was Mickey in a car with them? No. He was already there at the bar, but when they came, they died before they could even get there. So he didn't even get to celebrate a drink with his buddies. Damn. And that's not even the end of it. He's got one more thing. So he's like, you know what? My friends may have died. My girlfriend may have cheated on me. My dog is my dog forever. And he comes back home. His dog is dead of a, of a rare disease that's uncurable. So he loses everybody and then he lost his job after that because he didn't want to go to work no more so he's done he's tired he's done of life so then that's when the animation plays he starts walking down the street walking down and the more he goes 
the more distorted it gets. It starts off as normal, walking, and then you hear screams in the background of children and women crying for their lives. Does he go to help them? No, he doesn't care. He sees people getting murdered left and right, buildings being destroyed. Does he care? No. He starts walking faster and faster. His eyes pop out of his cheeks. No, his, his eyes pop out of his eye sockets. They go onto his cheeks. His smile gets so big his mouth can't drop anymore and all of his teeth fall out. He's walking, he's walking. His legs are being broken, his arms are being set on fire. He doesn't care. At the end of it, he injects a syringe into himself and he starts running and running and running, going faster and faster. And then he kills himself. And then the devil appears over him. And that's the end of Suicide Mouse. I think we have a little video of it, don't we? We do have a little video of it. But does it have any voice to it? I'm not, it doesn't have any voice to it, but I can play some audio of what oh. it would sound like. Okay, let's play some audio for... Already sounds creepy. Yep. If you can hear that, that's Mickey walking by people getting murdered in their homes. No, he don't care. He lost everything. That is the second phase. That's when buildings are being set on fire, buildings are being burnt to ash, but he doesn't care. This is the final part. Now, I'm not even, I don't even want to listen to that because that's that, that, I don't know. So if, you, if you're curious, you could look up Suicide Mouse, I mean Suicide Mickey on YouTube and you'll be able to see the last cartoon that was ever played for Mickey. Now there is a video of Mickey himself telling what happened. Would you want to listen? Just put it on. Oh my god, it gave me a viewer discretion is advised. You barely get that on YouTube. This was once the happiest place in the world. Disneyland. A magical place of adventure for children and their parents alike. But that was then. And this is now. I tore my own face off. I plunged a serrated knife into my stomach. And I used my own guts as a noose. I discovered that happiness is a mask worn by those who dwell in misery. There is no such thing as true happiness. I had to commit suicide because that allowed me to become something more of death in exchange for a rebirth. Now in death, I can kill all the false happiness. I can make you all just as miserable as you were meant to be. <laughs> Have you considered the possibility that without happiness, you will know peace. When you're no longer trying to put on a facade, you can be yourself. Don't worry, I'll kill you, your children, your neighbors. <laughs> I'll kill everyone. But I had to be the first, the inaugural sacrifice. So hush, little don't say a word. Mickey's gonna watch this whole world burn. 
So in the last walk. Now, is that a last film from Disney? When that, they were, that when, was Mickey's last message before he killed himself. That was that was Mickey's last message in this version of Mickey. But if I were to go to Disneyland and I saw Mickey being all crazy, I'm I'm sorry. I don't care how much money you paid, Dad. I don't care if you paid five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. We're leaving. Really, I don't care. I don't care if you got the platinum pass or whatever the heck they have. I'm we're gone. But what if it's for Halloween? You think I'm going to trust a dad? It's Mickey Mouse. You think he cares about you? No, he cares about his bank account. <laughs> that's the only thing that's probably keeping him from committing suicide, his bank account. Well, at least he's worth more dead than alive. I mean, yeah, but what was your take on all that? Seeing one of your favorite... I know you went to Disney World as a kid. What do you think of that? Seeing your one of your, your kid mascots just going absolutely insane. To me, that's crazy. I never would have expected that. But I remember hearing, you know, Disney making a film like that, but never releasing it. Yeah, it was it was made by a guy who was really depressed and it was aired only once. And that's why it was recorded. It was aired once and then they never aired it again. And Disney never talks about it. They copyright every video they can of it. Like they don't want anyone seeing that. So pretty much that guy was trying to ruin Disney because he was depressed of life. Pretty much. He tried taking out the whole damn company. And he almost did. But Wow. Now it's time for the real meat and potatoes of the podcast. Now, I know this is going to be a short podcast, but this guy's name, Cartoon Cat. Now, Cartoon Cat is the predecessor of an image... In, in 2018, a large creature resembling a black and white rubber hose cartoon creature sits in an abandoned building, leering at the camera around a door frame. So, Cartoon Cat Dad, um, I think here's a picture of him. That's him. It's kind of, okay, the picture's messed up, but that's him. That is the cat. What do you think? He looks pretty scary to me. He looks like a... Like a shadow person. He's a shadow person. And by the way, the guy who made Cartoon Cat is the guy who also made Trev- or, um, Siren Head. So he made Siren Head as well? Mm-hmm. And Cartoon Cat and Siren Head are friends, I think. It seems to me every time they try to make a character, it comes to life. How does it come from? It reminds me of Goosebumps. How whatever's in a story comes to real life by reading it. You know, there was an effect that people, many people believe is true, but you know Slenderman, right? The yes, tall, I do. The tall guy in a tuxedo, lanky, nine-foot figure, you know him, everyone knows him. People say that the only way that humanity could ever defeat him is by believing that he's weak to something. There's an effect where if a majority of people in the world believe something is true, it will happen. So an example of this would be if we believe that Slenderman's weakness was kittens, and if enough of us believed in it, truly, then we, his weakness would actually be kittens. And we would have to pick up, I don't know, our cat from inside the house or something and throw it at him and he would die. Our minds are, is a very powerful tool. 
Yes, it's a very powerful tool, and it 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 is. So that's why I think what you're talking about. How when people believe that Siren Head was real and all those things happened, then these things started happening because we believed he was real. So he literally became to life, and that wasn't even our that wasn't even his fault. We made our decision. We made him into real life. So, so it reminds me of Goosebumps. Yeah, and this is his voice. It's a three minute and thirty second clip. So grab some popcorn. Grab some soda, I don't know, maybe some tea. Sit down and let's relax. I know how it's all gonna end. It's just a rerun. A rerun of my favorite episode. It's a game of cat and mouse. You're the mouse. <laughs> and you're gonna run. Personally, I would never allow no one to do that to me. This is gonna. This part right here is gonna really make you think that this dude's a lot worse than Freddy Krueger. I don't. I don't care. This dude. I believe he's worse. Worse than Freddy Krueger. Listen, listen to what he says here. Yeah, but I didn't mean to. I came closer to her. I meant to kill you. You heard that, right? It's almost one, two. Yeah. Freddy's coming for you. I believe him and Freddy would become very good friends. Think about it, he said, literally said to the little girl, a little five-year-old girl, I didn't mean to hurt you, I meant to kill you. Just like Freddy Krueger. Like, he, they go after, the thing is, Freddy Krueger only goes after people in his dreams, right? Like, yep. No, this guy, he'll catch you anywhere. He'll catch you in your house, he'll catch you in a mall, he'll catch you anywhere, he don't care. He'll destroy the entire city if he wants to. Uh-uh. And wouldn't you know it, she screamed again. Eventually, she died. Mm-hmm. 
you're gonna do. Because I am the aberration, the absence of all light. The warping and bending of your reality to make you question everything you ever thought was real. Better start running. No. Better start running. No. No, 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 If I... No, first of all... Okay, we need to talk about this story, Dad. Go for it. Okay, so look. Look at me. Why is there even a little girl by herself in the first place? Like, where are her parents? Like, you're in an abandoned mall by yourself and you see a giant 10-foot cat... And your first thing is to think it's cute? Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I know. Like, I, I know um, it's... I, I know it's a cat. You know, like, you love cats, right, Dad? Mm-hmm. But why? Why would you... That is a 10-foot tall cat. Like, no. And then, no. I think honestly he's worse than a lot of the killers, Dad. Like, okay, look, tell me, tell me, like, um, uh, Freddy Krueger's like, what, what did he do to someone? Like, what was the worst thing he did to someone? Oh man, he's done a lot of things, you know, take, split them apart, put his knives in their stomachs and taking out their guts, um, scared them to death. I mean, damn! But you saw a cartoon cat. I mean, at least he kills them fast, right? So true, you don't true. suffer that much. Cartoon Cab bit off this little girl's hand, chased her, grabbed her, and slamming her on walls. Well, there is 10 facts I see there about Cartoon Cat. Yes, that is true. But one thing you need to know about this cat is Trevor Henderson himself. The man who created, you know, Long Horse, all these, he's the most powerful. You can't kill him. He's literally immortal. He can make anything become to reality. He said himself that he's the absence of light. If he is somewhere, daytime will cease to exist, regardless of where you're at. But here's 10 facts. Like and subscribe right now. Wow. We're going to have terrible luck. For the- wow. <laughs> Podcasts, huh? Anderson is a Canadian master of horror with much interest in making online cryptids. He is better known as Slimy Swamp Ghost. And by golly, he is royalty of what he does. Many urban legends are easily traceable to his name. From the siren head in the smile room, hop over to the fetid king at the smile room. Next podcast, we're talking about that room. That room is absolutely terrifying. Ooh, sounds scary. Anderson has already made a number of morbid monsters. But of all these iconic boogeymen, the cartoon cat is the most dangerous, almost undefeatable. Like John Wick, he is a monster with a freaky sheer will. He never lets go of anything he's laid his eyes on, be it prey or enemies or other cryptic competitors alike. According to Henderson, the den of a cartoon cat is anything in the form of an abandoned building like a dirt mall. Most times, he prefers not to leave his home where no other boogeymen dare enter. They all flee from a mere sight of him with reasons still unknown. When Henderson was asked why the cartoon cat is so fearless, he simply replied, he has unchecked limitations. Number 9. Cartoon Cat May Have Multiple Children 
In the world of boogeymen like the Slenderman and the Fetid King, individualistic hunting is the golden horror. And if you think well about it, it's kind of understandable. They're flesh eaters. On the other hand, pack or herd behavior is common in animals that eat plants because, well, there's more safety with numbers. But then, the cartoon cat might just be an exemplary boogeyman with exceptional abilities. Like we all know, many of the natural cat species, say the lions for our everyday domestic cat, are fond of hunting in packs. Domestic cats especially are known to produce multiple children. A single feline can give birth to at least three litters in one year with an average of four kittens in one litter. Putting that on their life expectancy of about 15 years, a domestic cat can produce up to 180 kittens in her lifetime. Knowing these simple facts about a mere cat, what would that mean for a cat with superpowers? Thousands upon thousands of spooky, flesh-eating children that hunt in packs, right? Well, not exactly, because no one has seen them. Number 8. A Cosmic Entity Cartoon Cat had a rather interesting backstory. According to Henderson, he whisked out of the void into our mundane dimension sometime around the 1930s. When traced back to the origin, that was about the same time when the obscured cartoon show of Felix the Cat began to fade out. Yes, that same cartoon from which the infamous cartoon cat takes most of its interstellar representation. Somehow, it was quietly discontinued with reasons still largely unknown, and it died out very close to 1939. Was this a mere coincidence, or was it more of a revenge mode melted out on humans who failed to give continuous recognition to Felix the Cat? We may never know, but either way, some people believe that the cartoon cat was a ghost of a dead animator or something very similar. However, in February of 2017, Henderson took to his Twitter page to shed more light on the mystery. He explained, Unlike the Siren Head, which is an emissary for something very powerful somewhere else we know nothing about, the cartoon cat is more something cosmic and awful filtered through our old media. So I'm guessing that we create a cartoon cat, because at least from what I'm hearing from this, Felix the Cat got mad that, you know, his show was discontinued. So he came back so he could kill us because he was mad. So that explains it. Uh, I hope they don't discontinue. I hope they don't discontinue any more cartoons. Then, like, I don't. I don't care. Make a trash episode about them or something. Just don't keep them. Don't. don't. Number seven. He might have an alliance with the Siren Head. Gosh. Every. Oh well, come on. So he's gonna become best friends with Siren Head. Team up with Siren Head. You understand how bad it's gonna be? You have a guy who can break reality. Plus a dude who can mimic voices and who's like 10 foot tall. You're going to see Siren Head chasing you. And no, you, you, and then, you realize how well they could work together? And then the cat would just right there be next to you. You Siren Head's chasing you. He lures you into a trap. You go into an abandoned mall. You think you're safe. He can't grab you. You're done. He's right there. Cartoon Cat. And if dead. he tricks you with his voice and, and then the cat's right there. If you somehow escape that. Oh, then. If you escape that, they let you escape. They let you escape. They're playing with you, remember? They're playing remember, with you. Remember, the cat likes to play with their prey before they yeah, I mean, eat you. We, we've seen Garfield. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, our, our, cat, our, our cat is a devil. He's probably the cartoon cat. But, like, um, anyways, let's continue. The thing we know about the cartoon cat has always come from Trevor Henderson. But why shouldn't we look up to him for answers? After all, he created these monsters with his unique found footage style of horror illustration. In his style, he would make a drawing of his monster and paint them over existing footage and pictures from an untraceable ancient time to mystify them up. Following closer after this, he would then begin to dish out horrific facts to back up his mysteries on his Twitter handle. Questions after questions, people would always want to crave for more answers. 
But then, one thing is very unnerving about his description of the cartoon cat, and we think he's deliberately holding back. According to him, the cartoon cat and the siren head are just two of the many creatures in the void that made it out. Both of them also appeared to make common enemies of other iconic boogies like the longhorse and the demonic lamb. Does this mean that they're both connected? Well, if Henderson won't spill it out, we may never know. Number 6 A Vengeful Monster with a Bad Attitude Many of the iconic boogeymen described by various urban legends attack humans only to satisfy their hunger instincts. Only a few of them, like the man with the upside-down face, would do it for means other than sustenance. Like him, the cartoon cat is also among these dangerous few. In his backstory, the cartoon cat has been shown to attack people for fun and revenge. He taunts and plays around with his victim before finally attacking them. Many times, he would ensure to dish out unspeakable cruelty on them before setting them down his throat like chunks of red meat. Anytime he's not resting, defending his den, or perhaps hunting for food, he makes a list of everyone he felt offended by. He then chases them down with his every breath no matter where they reside on the planet. With that, he's more of a human serial killer than a lustful animalistic predator. But he can do extreme things that no serial killer would ever be capable of. Like other cryptids, he is 100% aware of what he's doing, and what's worse, he enjoys it. Number 5 An Incomprehensible Demon One reason why the cartoon cat became one of the scariest urban legends is the fact that we don't really know who he is. Photo evidence showcasing him suggests that he's able to take a number of other forms, from our regular domestic animals to- Alright, well- I think Cartoon Cat's taken up enough of the show. You, you go, go back. Go, go do your rerun. Go get someone else. Get the frick out of here. No one likes cats anymore. <laughs> okay. So, there's a theory out there that I've been hearing about phobias. Why we're scared about different things. It could be from our past lives. Now, let me explain. Sorry for taking over the show, Dad. But, so what my dad means is let's just say you're scared of heights, right? You look down, you know, you're very high, you look down, you get your skate out of you, you're crying in a corner or something, I don't know. But people say, or at least I think, that the reason why you're so scared of this is because you died in it from your past life. I mean, think about it. It explains why some people are afraid of spiders, but yet they can look down a giant cliff and just be like, oh, okay, I mean, that doesn't really matter. They, what if they died to a spider in their past life? And then as they're being born, they know they're coming back. And the last thing they remember is dying from that falling, a spider bite, you know, a gun. Because a lot of people are scared of guns and will not get close to a gun. A lot of people have phobias about being in cars. What if they were in a car accident who died? We just don't know. And that's the only thing they can remember. I mean, they can't really remember it. We can't they, remember, but it's still lodged into our in our brain and our memories, locked somewhere. Our soul remembers it. It it's like you don't remember that you die to that thing, but when you look at it, you get this unnerving feeling of doom and demise. Exactly. Yeah. That's my theory. It feels like whenever you get near that thing, it's like it feels like your life is ending because it probably did to that thing. For example, that's why when a lot of people look at a gun, they're scared of it. They don't want to touch it because they probably died to it. Or maybe they shot someone in their past life or something. Now, if you have a phobia, put it down in the comments. Let us know your phobia. But there is so many different things out there that we're afraid of. And we just can't figure out why we're afraid of that. Water being one of them. I'm not, I'm not afraid of water. I'm not afraid of water. 
But yet, do you see people to where they even get in within an inch of water and they start fearing about drowning? Because what if they drown in their past lives? Or, example, fear the deep or fear something really big? I mean, think about it. What if they died to something that was huge? Like, for example, maybe, um, I don't know, like a monster. Hey, there, there was giants back in the day. They were saying mountains were trees. If you take a look at mountains very closely, there were trees. Maybe something gone that was like super big. And there is a lot of buildings built way, way before time was even evident, revenant. But there's huge, huge doors. Why would they have those big ass doors if we're no more than nine, nine feet tall? Or those big freaking ladder, or not ladders, but staircases that just go up to nowhere. Or that they're just there for no reason. And the freaking humongous too. Like, bro, no one's gonna, like, you have to get a whole ladder to climb up a step each. Like, no, 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 no. Who, who built that? So, so there's reasons for all that. Just don't understand what it is or why. But there must be some lost cities. And now they're just coming up with finding, you know, huge people that were like, 15, 17 feet tall, even 20 feet tall I've seen. Hmm. You know, there is this one creature that I made. And honestly, I really like him. Would you mind if I talk about him? Talk about him. I call him the lagoon. Now, the lagoon can be found in swamps. It's only one, and it's the last of its kind. But there's a reason as to why it's the last of its kind. Long ago, before humanity was even created... The lagoons and the bagoons, I know they're very goofy names, but they went at war with each other. The bagoons were good things. They didn't they wanted to help people. Matter of fact, they were they were helping humans, but the lagoons didn't want that. Now the lagoon is this tall green humanoid figure that has its limbs stretched out, its organs spilling out, its eyes can move out of its sockets, its ears can freaking detach and move to somewhere else to hear better. It's a very messed up creature. And the bagoons are very human-like. They look almost exactly like humans, except their skin is black. Complete pitch black. And their smiles are really creepy, but they don't want to hurt you. And this last lagoon is terrifying. Now, let me explain why. So, let's just say you're chilling, and you, you're, have, you're driving, and you have to go past a swamp. So, you're driving in the swamp, and boom, something stops your car. And you're like, what the hell? So you go outside and your engine, you see this green goo. And you're like, what the heck? So you go look around and you see this creature. Its arm just sticks across from tree to tree. And then it picks up these giant trees and throws it at you. Now somehow you manage to move and get out the way. But your car is wrecked. Totaled. I hope you got car insurance. But it's totaled. It's gone. If you had a Lamborghini, rip. But... That creature is now on you. So you run and you run. And you feel like you're getting farther away from its screams screaming at you. It's long footsteps going on the ground. And right when you're about to exit the swamp, a thing grabs you by your leg. And it starts pulling you in closer and closer and closer. You close your eyes. And you're done. That's the end of that little short story I made. Very interesting. There's a lot. Was that the fucking? Was that the? Was that the? Uh, I forgot that dude's name was uh, Jason Michael. Voorhees. <laughs> Wait, no, that's the one. No, the, is that? Was that Jason or was that Michael? Michael Myers. Are you sure it's Michael? Yeah. I could have. <laughs> no, I could have. <laughs> no, 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 no. I could have swore that was Jason. Are you sure? Look it up. Hold on.
So what would why, be why put Halloween theme? That no, that I don't. I don't think that's the right theme. Ah, maybe it is Jason. Put Jason. Jason's theme. Yep, it was yeah, Jason. It was Jason. I knew it was Jason. I had a feeling it was Jason, but uh, yeah. Next topic or next video will be about now. People theorize that the Queen. I know this is. I don't mean to put no disrespect on the Queen, but the Queen could be alive still. I mean, think about it. She's like what ninety six. Like she probably wants a break from being. Yeah, queen. She's a freaking lizard. Oh my god. <laughs> she's she's part of the lizard society. The lizard society. What even is that? Like, what even is a lizard society? We don't got a topic no more. We're just talking about things. <laughs> that she came from the aliens, the lizards, that came to this world to control the humans. To control humans. I mean, it explains why she has lived so long. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, who knows really about the queen or any of that type of stuff. Now, a lot of people, there, I saw this video on TikTok. Now, Dad, I want you to hear me out on this. So, on sub- teach you in school is a lie. You want the truth? The world is controlled by shadowy elites and shape-shifting lizard people. Let's talk about reptiles. Be sure to follow these do's and don'ts to avoid a diplomatic incident. Do offer them a cricket, mouse or bowl out of your pocket. Fun fact about bowls? My father. Don't use loaded phrases like hissy fit or see you later, alligator. Got it. Be respectful. So, when do we talk about the orgies? So, that's a reptilian, like, they're, they're people that are meant to control humans. Yes. Okay, okay, that's true. Okay, I mean, who knows? Who knows? But there's just one topic, and this is going to be the final one. Now, the, I hope you guys are ready for a good argument here, because me and Dad are probably going to pop off the flat earth. Let's talk about it. Son, you're not ready for the flat earth. I want you to go back and do your research on it. I you're, no, you're being lied to by everybody. You know, there's... Okay. People think of the flat earth that, oh, you know, fall off the cliff of the earth. No, this world is huge. There's a wall, a nice wall surrounding us. Think about a huge boat. I mean, okay, first, let me take you back. Now, there people claim that this world is round. Now, moving millions, miles an hour, going, you know, spinning. Now, you tell me, give me a ball, give me a basketball. Spin that basketball around and throw water on it. Is that water going to stay in the in that basketball as you're spinning it? Hell to the no. What about paint? Paint? What do you mean paint? We're not talking about paint. We're talking about water, son. Yeah, yeah, but think about no, it. No, there's water. There's small okay, There's water. There's water. Now, now, just think about this. You cannot put water to a basketball that's spinning millions and millions. Just same as this world. Now, this world that we live on is surrounded by a huge ice wall and it's like a cup we're inside of a cup huge ice wall cup if you put the water in it what happens it stays there as a cup there's a ferment beyond here 
be on us. That's why you try to see the rockets and everything trying to pass the pyramid, but it cannot. You see ripples. As you see a rocket goes in the, the sky and supposedly go to outer space, you see ripples. And it's trying to break through the pyramid, but they can't. Nobody has ever passed the pyramid before. If you don't know what the pyramid is, people, I need you to go look it up. And you'll see that there's this water above us that we cannot get through. Even says it in the Bible. Okay. In the last days of the Bible that they wrote, but the disciples wrote, there's a ferment that we cannot pass through. All right. The ferment is true. I read that in the Bible. But I got one question. No, no, not even a question. A word that's going to debunk your entire, no, actually two words. That's going to debunk everything you just said. Stars and moon. Sun. Okay. Now, if this road is spinning so fast, so no, quickly. Oh, no, no, no. I'm telling you. If this road is spinning around so fast, why is the stars always at the same spot every single time that you see it? Why? Explain okay. that. Okay, no, now, no, 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 no. If this world is spinning around so much, so far, millions, mi- millions of miles per hour that this road is spinning, why can I get on my airplane or helicopter, go up? And then stay in there for about an hour. And if I come down, why am I in the same spot? Why do why don't I end up in another world or another not world, another country or another state? If this road is spinning around, I should be able to go up a mile high. Since this road is spinning, and by the time I land back down, I should be in another state. Explain that. Okay, I'll that's the same thing with the stars. The stars is always in the same spot. They don't move. It's always, you know, if you see the Big Dipper, if you see the North Star, if you see the South Star, they're always at the same spot. That's why they call it the North Star because it doesn't move. But but yet this road is spinning, right? Okay. The road is spinning. You know what? Let me take my turn. Since you want to ask all these questions, bet bet the sun. Answer that. Because that is a big, and according to you guys, the sun is right above, or right at, like a lamp. That's a sun. That's a star. The sun is moving from here No, 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 you're not getting it. That is a star. That is billions of miles of just... Yes, that the aliens made. The aliens made the the sun. Think about that. China, what did China do six months ago? They built an artificial sun and put it in the sky. Did you see that video? Okay, quick question. So, you know, um, let's just say airplanes or ships, right? They, they have positions across the world, right? They have like one on the north side, one on the west side over here. Okay, if, if the world was flat, then all they would have to do was put one signal on one side of the world and another signal on the other side of the world. But the thing is, Dad, is that no, they had to pull one on top, they had to pull one over here, they had to pull one over there, they had to pull one over there. How do you know that's true? How do you know? Dad, we literally had a grandpa that worked in this type of stuff. Right? For me, it was my great-great-grandpa, and then for you, it was your great-great-great-grandpa, I'm pretty sure. Yes, but what if he was told to tell stories to throw people off? Because he talked about the Philadelphia experiment where he couldn't talk about details with us because of the fear of killing people whoever knew the top secret um, thing for the photo experiment hmm. he actually worked there and he worked was Albert Einstein you think they're actually going to tell us 
what really happened that day in that experiment. Okay, you know what? Quick question for you. So if the word, if the Earth is flat, let's just say the Earth is flat. You know, let's just say you're right. So I don't mean okay when he talks about the world is flat, y'all. He, I don't mean it as you're gonna fall off the end. The no, end. No, 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 I'm talking about this world is just completely flat, and there's an ice wall that surrounds us. And beyond that ice wall, there's other continents that they don't want us to know about. Other civilizations out there that just more advanced. Maybe aliens that we don't even know about. Maybe giants that we don't even know about. And maybe they're coming over here in their spacecrafts that we don't have recognized to because we don't got that technology to deal with. And what if they're keeping us as sheep because they're making money off of us here working doing certain things and they don't want us to advance like the way they are because they lost their people over there in other continents so they're keeping us here as sheep working an eight to five job you know working to the bones making money for them not for us but for them we're just we're just people living here day by day now, I've got some questions for you, and I want you to answer them. Don't call me off. Just let me go off, okay? Number one, I'm going to answer what you said about whenever you fly up into a helicopter, you wait there for an hour. That's because, Dad, you are not so far to the point to where you're like that. Now, what I mean by that is, for example, if you were to go, let's just say, to the moon, right? And it, the Earth is spinning, right? The Earth is spinning millions and millions and millions of miles per hour. How do you explain time then changing from place to place? Okay? You know, go ahead and answer that. How do you explain that in one part of the world, it's this time, and in the other part of the world, it's this time? That would not make sense unless the sun had to, the Earth had to spin around so that way it could face the sun. How would you explain that? Because the sun moves. Remember, it moves from east to west. We're not moving. The sun is moving from east to west. Not us. Okay, well then, it, then is the sun only in our area? No, because remember there's some parts of the world that stays dark forever. And there's other parts of the world that has daylight forever. And you have Alaska where part of the year is daylight. And another part that is, that is completely dark. Okay. So, another question for you. So, if the Earth is flat, right? The Earth is this flat disk, whatever the heck we're on. What is below us? Is it just an infinite that void? Is, that is the question that we've been asking. Nobody knows. Okay, nobody knows. Well, then, don't you There's think There's a lot of theories about it. Okay, well, then, what do you think is beyond the... The thing, because think about it. if these aliens really want to that, they're probably way more advanced than us. If they really want to at this point, they could have just broken down the ice wall. They're not gonna let the government just deter them away from us. We don't know, so that's the beauty of it. We just don't know. Okay. But we're gonna leave that as that. One more thing. I don't believe the Earth is actually round. I believe it is a donut. I don't know. I'm just hungry right now. But yes, it is a donut. Well, he thinks of a donut. I think of it's the flat. But we're gonna leave it as that. Next episode, we're continuing this, Dad. I'm coming back with a whole heaping amount of evidence. Oh, and I will too, son. But until then, thanks for watching, everyone. And just remember, this world is crazy. It's full of random things. Whatever you believe is whatever you believe. But just remember, don't be surprised at the end of the day, everything you knew wasn't real at all. Exactly. Thanks for listening, everyone. This was Kerfo, and I see you all later.
Bye.